Welcome, everyone, to That Kind of Nerds podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. What up? Oh, that spiked hard. Oh, yeah. Want to read what up? What up? You didn't have the right inflection. I put the emphasis on the wrong, wrong, wrong emphasis. Sorry, you want to do, do, do a third one? Let's do a, let's do a third no, one. No, no, it was good. Let's, it was let's good. collectively, together, all three of us, say what up at the same time. Just see what happens. You want to harmonize? I don't know. We want to harmonize. Let's just <laughs> what up? What up? Oh, wow. We are not formative of Arbor Shop Quartet. You should have no. gone higher. I should have gone higher. Terrible had, idea. Is that what you uh, should have I had here? the middle one. Uh, yeah, okay, you yeah. should have gone higher. Uh, right. well, I'm, I'm sorry. We've never You're rehearsed this. You're the one this. who was in theater. I, I, I thought you, you would be the this. one who would We've know how to harmonize. We've never rehearsed this. Okay? Why would you we don't need to it? rehearse it? Brian and I had it right. It's just fucking harmony. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so it's much for making us your walk right night. into your drive to work. <laughs> Real long night. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. This is gonna be a fun episode. No, because I'm gonna be coughing. You're it's gonna Mr. be commenting. Toad's wild ride. Here's Everyone the best might. part. Here's the best part, Brian. You're editing, so you edit out all your coughs, and 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 bada bing bada boom, you're done. Or or have you bought shush yet? No. Why would I buy shush? Because why would it's I need a five dollar lifesaver for this exactly for this exact purpose? It's not a lifesaver. I'm good. You should get a lifesaver. That'll probably help your throat. Lozenge. I actually, I actually have. Oh, you get a Okay, that's good to hear. You gotta get the lozenges. Get the phlegm going. Here we go. I, however, am totally out of seltzer today, so I am drinking Hawaiian punch. I have uh, no. I have I have uh, like Dasani lime and uh, I, I mix a little cranberry juice in there. Ooh, Dasani lime and cranberry. I like have good. an empty can of orange liqueur. Uh, no, I believe it's. Lacroix. I may get another one. Then it'll be orange Lacroix. Well, let's kick off the show talking about the world of comics. See how it's affecting TV, see how it's affecting movies, and it's probably not affecting Brian this week. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk! How's this have anything to do with comics? It actually doesn't. Like, it's not it even... It nothing to do it's, with it. But it's, it's not even a superhero thing. Uh, it's not on. based on anything. Yes, it is. It's based on a graphic novel. Well, that doesn't... Like, it doesn't make that it That qualifies Cape like, Talk. It does. He's right. All right. Ha! <sighs> Continue. Netflix has dropped a trailer for a new original series called I'm Not Okay With This, premiering on February 26th. Uh, the best way I have to describe it is if what if Juno got superpowers but wasn't pregnant? Uh, I'm okay with this as an irreverent origin story that follows a teenage girl who's navigating the trials and tribulations of high school, all while dealing with the complexity of, of her family and some mysterious superpower that has begun to awaken deep in her. It's actually from the uh, director and the EP of End of the Fucking World uh, and two of the producers of Stranger Things. And yes, it is based off a graphic novel. Uh, I don't think this is a series for everybody, so I'm curious to hear your your thoughts on on this one. I saw the trailer. I mean, it, it looked cool. It just I don't know uh, how quickly it it 
captivates my you know what i mean like like mm, what's the ramp up right yeah if if it doesn't get pretty interesting pretty quickly i'm probably out oh i'm not even gonna bother well first off i i'm not surprised at all really no, this looks like perks of being a wallflower with superpowers. I See, fucking hated that movie. I was thinking a more mature uh, version of like the Secret World of Alex Mack. You know no. what I mean? Uh, you're both Another referencing movie. movies no. I've never seen. I'm good. The Secret World of Alex Mack was a Nickelodeon series. Back you're hard you're a Nickelodeon series. I am. You're hard passing. I'm not surprised by this at, at, at all. But no. Brian, this stars one of the one of the girls from from it. Stars two of the kids from it. Oh, that's right. That doesn't mean I'm like all on board with it. Well, I just figured you'd be it's like, not oh, horror. Probably good. I mean, like, I, I figured he'd be like, oh, well, I know these people. I give it maybe a chance. Oh, because they're good in one genre, they must be. Good I thought in he'd others. give it at least one episode. I didn't <laughs> think we were starting off with a hard pass from from Brian. I'm sure but, they'll do other things that I can watch. But they're I, talented I, actors. I, I agree with you, Josh. This is something that if I if I do watch it, it needs to uh, really kind of maybe end the first episode with like. Something that really makes me want to watch the the next one. Uh, no, it's not. It's gonna fucking end with who's gonna ask her out to the big dance. The first and, episode. Oh my gosh! An apple floated. Like it's it's not going to be good. I'm sorry. I hate shit like this. Like I really hate shit like this. Yeah, tell well, me what, Okay, yeah. What, what else is like this that you hate? Besides Perks of Being a Wallflower. I again. Juno. So maybe something. Okay, because yeah, right. you don't like Ellen Page or. No, I, I just Michael don't Sarah like Michael Sarah or uh, I don't J.K. Like Simmons. Sarah. This has nothing to do with the actors. I just don't like this type of movie. I don't know how else to describe it. I don't even know how to describe the type of movie, but when I see it, I know it. Well, it's, like, it's, almost, it. it's almost like the Ladybirds and, and all that stuff. Is it too. just yeah, like, is it just like the like the angsty shit? Or yeah, like, I think that's probably it for him. It probably is. It's, it's the angsty. It's the so angsty coming of age tales that are. Like just, we we no call no. that the Kristen Stewart effect. <laughs> Although I, I saw, I saw Edge of Seventeen, and I didn't mind it. That's because uh, Haley Steinfeld is amazing. Right. I she, mean, she is. She can maybe, maybe she made that more palatable. But right. Every movie like this, I just, I can't stand. All right. Well, uh, now let us turn our attention to the world of TV and movies and a larger sod. They a larger sod. And the larger sods. A larger sods. You know, like sod suds. You know. Let's now turn our attention to the world of TV and movies in a segment that we call Screen to Stream. Uh, and I uh, want to talk about a trailer that was dropped this week. We have. I'd a- like to call this section Suds and Buds. Suds and buds it is. Just based on that. Oh, my god! Just based on your mistake. Should it be spuds and buds, and this way we can talk about potatoes as friends? No. Suds and buds means I'm taking a bath with my buds at Netflix. Still talk about the same stuff. That's I'm just weird. taking a bath what? while watching Netflix. I don't know. I don't take baths. I'm just guessing. We got a trailer for Westworld season three. And as I do the math between the three of us, yep, Brian has not seen season two uh, of Westworld. That's true. Yeah, I, I haven't watched season two. I really enjoyed it. I just haven't watched now, it. Now, Josh, I need your opinion of two things on this trailer. First. Although this freaking trailer looks awesome. Very nice. So I really need to watch season two so I can watch this. Josh, I need reactions to Aaron Paul. And I need your thoughts on the cover song that they put in this, because you always have good, 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 astute observations on those. Well, Sweet Child of Mine is is uh, a Guns N' Roses classic. How can I not love it? Um, and, uh, you know, Aaron Paul, appearance of Aaron Paul, I, you know, I don't even know who that guy is. 
It's a new new character. Right. So I, you know, uh, he's there. I, I like Aaron Paul. We'll see how it plays out. Um, I really like Tessa Thompson in this. Um, I liked her in season two. Yes. I don't have much like, you know, I Westwood one and two were fantastic. This is the conclusion. I'm sure there's a ton more to be revealed. I don't know. That's my question. Is this is this the end? Is this the final thing? Is there no it's, more after this? I think so. I mean, the what's her name? Uh, what's her name? Evan Rachel Wood there? What's, I, don't, I don't know what her name Elsa's is. Elsa's mom? Yes. Uh, Dolores. She, she's like, this Dolores. is the end of the game. You know, welcome to the end of the game. So, like, it right, seems okay. like this is this is it. I know who Aaron Paul is. Ghost Rider? No, Aaron Paul... It's reprising his role from Need for Speed at the end of that movie. He drives into Westworld. But please remember, Brian, he got to the world of Need for Speed from Breaking Bad and then transitioned into Westworld. So he's just... I mean, either way, just however you want to make it all over the place. Uh, I really do like the fact that we are going to be leaving the... the we're going to be leaving Westworld and, and Samurai World and we're going out into the, the real world. Uh, and there really seems to be a heck of a Party. showdown going on between Maze and Dolores. Yes. Yeah. Are you sure? Supposed to be. Yeah. Supposed to be sure? the real world. Yeah. I, listen, I can't comment. I haven't seen season two. I'm just saying the show is notorious for not things not seeming the way they are. Right. Also, the uh, the fox from Ocean's Twelve is in it. What the hell is yes. his deal? I, we we don't know. He's a new character as Talur, well. Talor. Yeah, we don't know, but he seems to be the big bad here. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I have to catch up. You should really watch season two. I, yeah. think, I think you would yeah. greatly enjoy it. But uh, you're showing off a, a lot of that. But again, uh, the, it really seems to be that there's going to be a huge showdown between Dolores and Maeve and what we got AI facing AI at that point. It's uh, this this is going to be a heck of a season, man. And um, it, it, this has been a very interesting ride for the dystopian world views thing. So, uh, yeah, I really hope this this isn't the end. But if it is, I just I really need them to stick this landing and be satisfying. So. Uh, I, I am very interested, and uh, we, we've come a long way on Westworld where we first poo-pooed it to now being really kind of in it. And uh, the who, third who, season... Who, who, wait, wait, who poo-pooed it? Because it wasn't me. I did. Oh, Josh. Josh, Josh poo-pooed it. <sighs> Carry on. Okay. Uh, and the third season will be premiering on March 15th on HBO. Uh, I mean... This brings me to a larger question, as we've talked about several times. Uh, you know, after Westworld being this big hit for HBO, Sunday nights at nine, what takes over that time slot? What is the the big thing coming out from HBO now? It, I think the answer is it doesn't matter. Whatever they put on Sunday at nine is going to be good. Uh, this next one falls into to screen to stream, but but also kind of r- reminds me of, of my youth of video games. And that is there is a documentary coming out called Pretending I'm Superman, which focuses on the Tony Hawk video game story. And while I was reading the article uh, about the the documentary, I re- <laughs> this shocked me. The original Tony Hawk came out 21 years ago. Yeah, it was so amazing. And it was fantastic and groundbreaking. And now I feel really old because Tony Hawk can now drink the, the game, not not Tony Hawk <laughs> himself. He can drink for a while. Um, were you guys into the, the, the Tony Hawk video game themselves? Is this something that really kind of resonated with Pro you? Pro Skater 2 is the best. Uh, uh, hands out. Yes. Yes. No, yes. at first, no, it's not. But but more importantly, and I, I like... The addition of like the cruise ship and and all that into that was that, um, this is my favorite video game series of all time. 
it ages well too. I mean, honestly, if you even if you get like an emulator or anything, it's still keeps. you didn't like it didn't get it didn't get great until the addition of um, like reverts and revert manuals, um, and and you couldn't string together really really insane long runs until three or four. Yeah, I think it was three, and then underground. Some of the underground ones. Really um, I, I, I think I think you might be blending some of them together. Tony Hawk Two didn't have the cruise ship. I think I think the peak is Tony Hawk Pro Skater Three. I think that's where it peaked. I think that's when it got Pro, Pro the, Skater Two had the, had the hangar, the school. Yes, very okay. Then City. I'm talking. Then I'm talking about Three, think which also had the, Three, which also had the revert. Right. Yes, that one. Two was the, fantastic, and I was like, "How are video games going to get any better than this?" And then Three came out. I was like, "Oh my god, they did it again!" Yeah. Uh, but this was always a, a series that that. Kept my and attention. then it went completely downhill. No, really it did, did not. Mm, they, now everything they, on the on the on the two after three was not. When that you could good. when you could slow down. What was it called when you slow down your your moves and go into like bullet time? Yeah, I, I don't. Remember. Amazing, so amazing. That I think four and the underground stuff is when they started doing the the stories. Like they had Bam Margera for like the the underground installments and. And stuff like that, and it became it became Bam, a little weirder. Bam was in Bam was in the older games. Yeah, I mean, but but he was driving the story, so you would you would have to go to Bam and do this and do that. And Bam was kind of yeah, taking you all the way. Give there. me all the games. Give me underground. Yeah, give me all. Of them. Uh, so I'm really curious to to maybe uh, you know see the documentary. I don't know when it's actually going to be able to available for the the, the plebs uh, to to see it. But the the story of this, I imagine, is not uh as as straightforward and cool as as we probably perceive it to be i'm sure there was a a lot of pushback for this game because i think they kind of mentioned this in the trailer at the time uh skateboarding was not mainstream i think this game really just helped with catapulting it into the the mainstream and kind of becoming a little bit more i don't know man skateboarding was huge in in the mid to late 80s um you know, I, I everybody had a skateboard. Everybody wanted to be Tony Hawk. Um, even back then, like names like Tony Hawk and Rodney Mullen were huge. Um, Rodney Mullen being the more of the like street street style skater, and mm-hmm. and obviously Tony Hawk the vert ramp skater. Um, but uh, like the, the skating was already big when the game came out. Like brand uh, like Bam Margera and and the Westchester boys were already doing CKY videos. Um, it, skateboarding was already big. Um, okay, so uh, this was the thing, though, that made it a little bit uh, bigger for me. I think the other part that I really liked about these games, too, was the soundtrack. These games had was amazing. great freaking soundtracks. Yep. So much so that if I hear them now, I go back and think about the memories I have, and I remember just i remember the game i like, oh man i remember when i pulled off that trick or man i finally beat that level or you know uh, the the time i would spend to create my my own skater right character it's, it was uh so much fun and uh i'm real glad to to see that they're kind of maybe breaking down the process but my my question is when was the last time we had a like a good tony hawk game or a good skateboarder game was it skate oh, from ea no skate sucked was it all right i never played it skate was terrible um and no, it, it it was the, whatever the last Tony Hawk game was. It was the last good one. There just there haven't been anything that have done anything like that. In other news, I mean Tony Hawk is actually pretty funny on Twitter. Have you seen some of his? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, My, yeah. People like people people going like this guy looks a lot like Tony Hawk. He's like, yeah. one of them is legit TSA agent checking my ID. <laughs> Hawk like the skateboarder Tony Hawk. Yeah, exactly. 
her. Cool. I wonder what he's up to these days. <laughs> My favorite was <laughs> this. He, he, he went to go uh, rent a car somewhere. And he showed up and he was like, I'm, I'm here to get my card. Like, oh, my God, I, I, I canceled the reservation. Why? Well, I thought someone was playing a joke on us. I didn't think Tony Hawk was going to show up. He's like, what, what well, is I here I am. Skateboard everywhere? <laughs> right, here I am. I need a car. Uh, very interesting. I highly recommend you check out the, uh, the, the trailer for the documentary. But more importantly, go dig out your PlayStation or your N64 and go play some Tony Hawk. That game still holds up, man. All right, we also got a little bit of uh, streaming news. This one is in regards to HBO Max, which, oh, man, I still have a hard time understanding what this service is. But uh, they have announced that there is going to be a Friends reunion uh, coming to HBO Max. It will not be a scripted thing. It will be just the cast, so uh, not the characters coming back. Uh, so kind of curious what do you guys think about this. Is this, uh, again, I know Friends is going to be exclusively on HBO Max. Is this going to also help get those first initial subscribers and with, with something new and something big coming out the gate? This is like, you know, people ages, what, call it 34 to 50, right? I mean, this is like that. That's the wheelhouse for this. I think I got a ton of friends who've watched this entire series a bunch of times. I have not. I haven't even seen all of the original. I haven't seen it. I I would. I've seen most. I would widen your your age bracket a little bit more to a little bit younger. It's just like people like uh, people who have discovered the office that are like in in their late teens now uh, who are like, oh, I've watched it nine times. I think Friends is also that. But uh, I, I don't think it's the same overlap. So I, I would say maybe 19 to what would you say, like 86 or something? 19? Yes. It was very, very big on Netflix. Brian, it was a help. huge part of Netflix's drama. Help with what? Well, he said widen your, widen your age range a little bit. Mine was like 32 to like 50, 34 to 50. I said 34 to 50. I'd, I'd go as low as maybe 30. But 19? Come on. Yeah, absolutely. 19-year-old people right now are watching Friends? Yes. It was one of Netflix's most streamed shows paid, by younger kids. They paid $100 million to keep it on for another year. It I was cannot believe that. insanely popular on Netflix. There's no way 19-year-olds even understand what's happening on Friends. Listen, they just want someone to be there for them. <laughs> I mean, the show ended when they were 3 years old. There's no way. Yeah, it was it was a really big deal uh when it left when it Nef- when it left Netflix and and I don't think it was people Brian I's age yelling at 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 Netflix. You can't keep Friends. I think it was people like my my little brother's age. Uh, doing that i mean this show started when i was 14 i didn't watch it until i was uh, yeah older 10 seasons it ran from from 94 to 2004 i mean this thing dominated nbc and yeah i i i didn't really watch it until it was on i think some i think it was tbs initially doing some of like the reruns yeah sure and then netflix i watched it once and then i i also have very strong feelings about friends so i'm okay with this going to a service i'm never going to watch i'm not missing friends at all I mean, I I rewatched most of the series. Like, I think I rewatched the first six seasons plus maybe uh, a couple years ago. But like, you know, I, I you know, it's it's incredibly dated. Like, oh yes. And from a, I mean, even from like a, 
social like i don't see how how any of this is relevant. still relevant still I, I i get that all right i i do agree with you on that that is my main problem with the show is that it really is a product of the 90s early 2000s and uh it, it could stop there but it's been 16 years since it's it's been off the air and i don't think we've ever ha- have we ever had a reunion between no. them like an official friends no, reunion because a lot of them downright refused to do one for a very long time. Right, so I wonder how much money AT&T is throwing at them to come in and, and do this. Like, that's that's the part. All. That, right. <laughs> hey, I know you already get, like, a re- huge residual checks for, for this uh, for this show. And you got paid a million dollars per episode the last, like, two or three seasons. Uh, but please, everyone come on back and do it. So they're coming back. And, and I think that is the ploy to get people to go to HBO Max. So knowing how people feel about the show, Josh, knowing how uh, Lon has been on the show uh, on the air, Brian, do you think this is enough uh, having a special exclusively on HBO Max to drive subscribers to pay them money continuously to watch? We've already talked about HBO Max being the same price as like HBO now. So it's not like people aren't just going to have it anyway. I guess you're right. Like it's not if you have if you're a current HBO subscriber, you're just going to convert or whatever. I don't even know what you need to do. Um, <laughs> they still haven't told us, man. It's right. It's this whole thing where I've been told, no, it's not the same, but it is the same, but it's not the same. Right. But it, but it's more, but it's yes. the same. It's more, it's more, but it is the same, but it, it's, but it's also different. It's more of the same yeah. and different too. Just don't get it. So yeah, I mean, is it going to get new subscribers? No, I don't think so. I think it'll get some new subscribers. I, I think this will take some people who don't have HBO and 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 be like, oh, I well, think, I want I, friends. I most certainly think it's going to take some some people who don't have HBO. And friends have as up. your reason yes. to get HBO, dude. Yes, come on, hundred million dollars from Netflix. I don't think you realize the impact this show has. It's it it it's huge. Uh, clearly, I don't understand the impact this show has. So we we, we shall see. So uh, I had the uh, pleasure to see the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie the other day, uh, and I contributed apparently to the very good news for video game movies that this movie is cleaning up in the box office right now. Uh, I think this even overtook Harley Quinn and all the fancy Birds of Prey title that goes along with it. Uh, so- it's it's. Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of Harley Quinn. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. But if you go Google it on a, a, a Fandango or something to buy tickets, it's Harley Quinn, uh, Birds of Prey. So enjoy that. Uh, anyway, it made $57 million in its opening weekend, which beat the Detective Pikachu $54.3 million uh, movie on there. And and this is, uh, I think these two movies together are successfully breaking the paradigm that if you are a video game, you are just doomed to bad reviews and shit movies. Uh, these two have really tried to kind of turn the tide and make it a little bit more narrative driven. But just the fact that it got those numbers and that we seem to be seeing a trend of getting better uh, video game movies. What, what do you guys think about just the numbers and the rankings of, of that? I mean, I haven't seen the movie yet, but it, it is nice to start seeing video game acquired properties being done right and respectfully i guess uh, i'm i'm taking like a like an average of 12 dollars a ticket and saying that i can't believe almost 5 million people went to see this movie yeah that's a good point I'm, dude i'm not surprised at all we just talked about huge 90s nostalgia with friends this is the 90s movies that could ever 90s right like, and 
Jim, everybody, he, you want to talk about people who are thirty? They're taking their kids to go see this. Yeah, it's true. and it, it's it's all right. I, I, I'll huge give you business. I just I, like I never owned a Sega Genesis. I don't care at all. Oh, about this. okay. Well, that's. Well, I mean, that's part. Feel, no, it's true. I feel sad for you, son. You shouldn't. Sega sucks. <laughs> I got ninety nine problems, but not having a Genesis is Ain't not one, one of them. Yeah, no, Genesis sucked. So Genesis Nintendo did not a, suck. The Genesis was a really good console. It was a great console. Sega CD sucked. Genesis sucked. Was Dreamcast in sucked. to Super Nintendo. I I would put them no, neck and neck. They they I both think, did some really great things differently. I think Super Nintendo had a better game library. However, I do think that the games that were great on Sega were really good. Crappy. Well, it Crappy has a controller. 90... What? I, I, Crappy what? controller. No, Crappy controller everything. was fine. Controller sucked. Controller Super was the same dude, shape Super as the, Nintendo's the Super controller Nintendo sucked. One. Yeah. Super Nintendo controller was awesome. Okay, Josh is Super Nintendo for life. We get it. Fuck Sega. They're That's basically right. a little bit of Nintendo anyway. That's the only way they can release a Sonic game is on Nintendo. Well, because Sega doesn't do consoles anymore. Right. They release it on all the consoles. But back to the back to the movie. Anyway, back to this. Um I mean, yeah, for like decades, freaking video game movies have just been like lazy and terrible. So it's nice. It's nice to see like I enjoyed Detective Pikachu. I'm expecting to enjoy this. I'm enjoying like what Netflix has done with The Witcher. Like I'm really hoping that this trend of good video games turned movie slash televisions continues. Right. Well, I think I, I think this goes into the the pantheon of there. So we just talked about Detective Pikachu. Now we have Sonic. Laura Croft Tomb Raider was was pretty well received. Oh, yeah. Tomb Raider with uh, Alicia Vikander. And a lot, of, a lot of people like the Angry Birds movie. So, I mean, like those are I don't try. I, I, I listen. I it I has a good them. ranking. I'm just saying people like it. I'm not saying it was a good movie because then we have Warcraft that we can throw in there and then we can all balance out the scales again. No, I think Warcraft was the turning point. I think Warcraft uh, was trash, but a lot of the stuff that they've done since then has been better. Warcraft was uh, awful. But, Brian, I think the other point is this. Uh, This movie, as we know, was strapped with the fact that uh, there was a terrible character design, and they went back and redid it because the fans were angry, right? And it's fan service, and the fact that that we fans showed up for $57 million opening weekend validates the fact that they went through all the reshoots and did all the work to fix the character. And that's what we said we needed to do, that if we're going to demand that a movie studio change something, we as fans have to show up and and give them our money to validate the fact that they should listen to us. Agreed. So uh, obviously, uh, Brian and I are going to talk about this uh, in detail uh, on a spoiler cast coming up in a a couple weeks. Uh, So this way we can get into the movie itself and talk about it. But I definitely wanted to mention it here because this thing's breaking some records and that's uh, that's good news for the nerds. All right. Let's hear it for the nerds. Let's hear it for the nerds. There you go. I gotcha. All right, let's now turn our attention to, oh my gosh, it's my favorite hobby in the world. Where I go around the internet, I find the weird, I find the obscure, and I ask these two yahoos for their tech perspective. Uh, we have talked so much about the need for the Baby Yoda merch, and uh, Disney decided to just hit us with, with, with a ton of merch. And I think the uh, weirdest one of all was a Baby Yoda, although they don't call it that, uh, operation game, which is That's just weird. weird. That's it's, awesome. Do look you at remove the box. a frog from its stomach? Look at the box. It's weird, Brian. Check the I've show notes. i seen the box. Do you remove a frog from its stomach? But Answer the, my question. I, I, it's, I, I don't have the box up in front of me. I just lost well, it. Well, get it up in front of you and answer my question. Well, I'll give you the link. so that way I have the link. I'm looking at it. I just don't feel like clicking on it. 
Well, that's that means you're not really looking at the link. You're looking. No, I am in fact looking at the link. I just haven't clicked on the link. No, you do not pull a baby fro- a, a frog out of Baby Yoda's stomach. Oh, that's a shame. That's a missed opportunity, Disney. I think you're just. It's an operation game, but all you're doing is extracting midichlorians. More importantly, I received a text message from my mother today to tell me, "Hey, Brian." Baby Yoda merch is uh, available for pre-order on Disney. You might want to get some. It could be a Tickle Me Elmo situation. (laughs) To which I said, you are absolutely right, Mother. And I pre-ordered the Mattel vinyl Baby Yoda uh, plushie. It's adorable and everything that you want it to be. It looks freaking adorable. The only other thing that I'm questioning whether or not I should pre-order is the animatronic for 60 bucks. That one looks incredible. Yeah. I don't know if I can justify sixty dollars for what for, for the child. It's an animatronic Baby Yoda thing. It, it when you like, it, it's got twenty five sounds and motion combinations. And includes... it is Furby, but with Baby Yoda. Ah, there you go. Thank you. But there's there's some good Funko stuff on there. There's a couple T shirts. There's a uh, uh, there's a Build a Bear one in there because we all know me and Build a Bear. Me, Build a Bear, Pablo Escobar. Those are the two things that I always look for when I go around the internet. Uh, but there seems to be a lot of cool things in here, and uh, I just need it all to hit the store so I can look at it and buy it and say it's for my kids, but it's really for me. You remove a stormtrooper helmet and what looks like a a, a, a explosive device of some but, kind. But it's not so it's not like operation where the operation You're not man even is there. removing it from him. You're Thank removing you. it from his cradle. For, right. Or like he's, he's And you do remove a frog from his hand. But not from him. It's not it's like from oper- his hand. It's not like Operation Man where it's you're pulling things out of him. It's and, in his hand. And, and, you're taking the frog out of his hand. But it's not his hand. His hand it is. is it's his right hand there. is up. No, his hand is up and the hole is above his hand. It's not in his hand. It's it's close enough. That's no. It's close enough to his hand. That's not in my hand. It's close, but it's not in my hand. Anything on here tickle your fancy, Josh, at all? My fancy remains uh, untickled. Now, this is the best part. We get to lose Brian for about, you know, seven or eight minutes here because it's time to talk a little bit about the iPhone. Uh, There is a story here in Bloomberg, which I thought was kind of interesting, Josh, that Apple uh, is looking to let users switch their default apps for their rivals. For example, if you like Spotify to be your main music player, you can. If you want to make Gmail your default email uh, provider, you totally can now. Changing things up a little bit, and they're going to be adding Spotify and Pandora to the HomePod. I don't use Safari on my iPhone anymore. I Why? use a third-party, I use a third-party web browser for uh, browsing the web called Brave. Because you don't like when uh, all your devices sync up, or no, what? it still all syncs up. Or how about this? The Mail client, Josh, we can agree on iOS is garbage. Nope, love it. So do me a favor. No, no. if you love it so much, I want you to open up an email, right? Just open up any email that you have and then uh, look at the bottom right of the actual email. And there are two icons there, a trash can and, a, and, a, and an arrow, right? So that should mean I should be able to, to delete it or reply to it, right? Now press reply, press the reply arrow. Oh, so now I can reply, forward, archive, flag, mark as yeah, read, move to import. That's, that's yeah. way too many things to be put in one button. There should be no, a not. bunch of those down no, there. No, it's not. Yes, there is. There should be a bunch of those. And and not only do I feel that way, Apple feels that way. They're going to change that in iOS 13.4. I don't 4. want them to change it. 
The mail app is it's garbage. It's it's terrible. And for yeah, other people, they don't like Apple Maps. They like Google or they like Waze. Well, that's ridiculous. So too. changing that stuff to the default is great. But here's the part that I think is actually really good about this, Josh. And maybe you, you can agree with me on this. The problem with the Apple main apps, the podcast app, the mail app, Safari, iMessage, is that in order to get them to be updated or do something new, you have to wait for a whole new OS release. That's when they make changes. That could be a point release, but it's mainly from you know, 12 to 13, 13 to 14, stuff like that. Maybe breaking this out and allowing them to update the mail app Whenever the hell they have an update ready, like every other app in the App Store does, could make those native apps better, and therefore people would not want to replace them. The need to replace them would go away. I just learn how to use them, and then I'm good. Right, but the the podcast app, for example, is not. I'll be honest, it's not a really good podcast player. I, I I like I don't like it. What do you mean? Well, like, um, you know how Apple Music navigation is garbage? Love Apple Music as it's native, but but the navigation of Apple Music is terrible. I disagree. Have you used any other music player? But not recently. Okay, so you should you should you should try them out and by comparison you'll realize no, how, I, how bad I don't want to try them out. I've learned how to use Apple Music really well. As have I, but if you if you play around with Spotify, it's way more intuitive. I don't want to play around with Spotify. Okay. I use Apple Music. So the the podcast app too. I I don't I, I don't like the way that they format. Show I've notes tried and Downcast. Chapters. I've tried Podbean. That's they fine. Suck. I, I I get that. Okay. I get that you have mastered these apps. You are a power user of the iPhone. You and I are yes. both power users of the iPhone. However, I even think some of the people listening to this show are not power users to the iPhone and would I like think you should stop dickering around with your phone. Just use the apps, man. I, I do. No, you just you're using they're all just, kinds of other just, stuff. They're like, just not good. All right. We can agree that more people use Spotify than Apple Music, even iPhone owners. Correct. That is a fact. Right? There I, are, I, I don't know if it is a fact. There are more. Is it paid, a fact? There are more paid subscribers to Spotify than Apple Music. You're saying there are people that own iPhone that use Spotify instead? Yes. That many, doesn't make any sense. Many, me. many people. Yes. You always believe native is better. That is your... It is better. Right. Okay. But I'm here to tell you it's not. And I think maybe this could kind of help out the iPhone a little bit by loosening this and maybe trying to make their apps themselves a little bit better. Meh. If they allow other people to become the main app and give people choice, they have to make their app better to make them the primary choice. Right. Is that not like at least a fundamental business thing we can say? If, if, if you let other people into your space, you have to be better. The competition at least trying to make you a little bit better and you have I to be more agile. I understand what you're saying. I just don't like I, I would never set, say, Chrome as my default browser. Uh, it just doesn't make any sense to what, me. What's like, your default browser on your computer? Safari. Okay. And, and how do you, you use the mail app on, on your Mac to check your email? I I can I have I mean my everything for like work is in it's a G Suite and I use Safari. Okay, so for you, for, the, for my G Suite I use Safari. Right. Okay. Why not use the Mail app? Because you can put G Suite in into the Mail app. You can, except when you use like as many templates and stuff as I do, you end up in in the Mail app. The easiest way to do templates in the Mail app is to create signatures, right, and then just pop them in. But I use a mail merge yeah. that draws – well, it's not – I can't use the mail app for a mail merge. For a mail merge because it doesn't right? have that functionality. 
it's a Chrome, it's a, it's a Chrome plugin. Right. So I can't, I can't use it. This is what I'm saying. There are features and things that Apple doesn't do well. And I think as Apple people, as we are. Well, yeah, but, but, but we should, Gmail doesn't do it well either. We, we it's should a plug in. Right, right, right. But, but the fact that the mail app can't even do the plug What I'm saying is this, this is good news. I don't think this is something that we would be upset about. I would love to see Apple apps get better. And I think this would drive the Apple apps to get better. They get better every year. I don't I, like I'm, I'm still over I, here I, going, I, you know, all right. You're, you're bitching about the two buttons and I'm going, no, everything's still there. But they're going to Apple themselves is going to fix it. But they, they, they can't. I don't know. It looks pretty simple right now. It's right there. If I want to take an action to an email, I click the action button. They're all there. It looks just like, you know, control center. Like it's the exact same I'm layout sending, as I'm if sending, I would long press on anything. I'm sending you a photo. Here. Look, look at the picture. I understand. It. But why do I need four buttons when two is fine? Here's my question. Right. I think the one on the right is a better layout. And I think most people would see that as a clear way to use the app. I see the, the one f- on the left looks very clean. F- and, I, and I want But it. there's all that wasted space on the left. I don't I don't right. need. I don't all right. Care. All right. Well, fine. I'm well, curious I to think hear we've what's made some... a ton of progress here. And <laughs> clearly Josh has changed his opinions. <laughs> Oh, Brian, your return back to this podcast couldn't be any bit more on point when my defeatist attitude just goes, well, fine, fine, be it as it may. All right. Well, I need a companion or someone who at least can 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 see the, what I'm saying, at least just make me feel like I'm not a crazy person taking crazy pills. Uh, so uh, if, if you want to just reach out to me, I would greatly I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. Well, listener. Thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. Do us a favor. Go ahead and check out our Patreon. We have some fantastic retro reviews this month. Uh, We have The Phantom, uh, Lost in Space, and we are going to be recording one for (sighs) Playing with Fire, the John Cena. It's not a retro review. It's a spoiler cast. Thank you, Brian, uh, for Playing with Fire uh, starring John Cena. Woohoo, man. What a movie that is going to be. So go to patreon.com slash that kind of nerd. Check it out. Also, go to ratethispodcast.com slash that kind of nerd. Throw us a five-star review. It means the world to us. And if you don't know how to review a podcast, this will guide you through it. Simple and easy. Ratethispodcast.com slash that kind of nerd. So thank you so much. And we will talk to you next week. Well, welcome to the club because you were that kind of nerd. Alrighty. What on that earth was, was that? What the fuck was that? Jesus Christ. What was that? It sounds like you swallowed a frog. Just going, clear my throat. That is not how you clear your throat. I mean, that's, no. how, that's how I clear my throat. Is that not no. how? No. Is that, no. Not, is that not how you non-MKUltra people clear throats? Is that not how that works? Like that, the sound that's not of MKUltra. Too that's... large piece of raw fish hitting your epiglottis. That's the... Mm. <laughs> epiglottis. That's a great... I love that word. <laughs> All right. You're what? the worst. I'm worried that you're, that you're going to aspirate a giant <laughs> piece of raw fish now. <laughs> Well, actually, hold on. By the time that we release this, will this be out? No. I don't know. No. When's it coming out? It's coming out the 26th, so no. No, 26th is a Wednesday. Okay.
Tis. Alrighty. That's all so I had for now. Talk. You know how to freaking harmonize. I'm sorry. Is that what you wanted to hear? No, I just hate okay. you. <laughs> Speaking okay. of which, let's talk about bath bombs. What the hell's up with that? Uh, I don't know. But the, no, no, or the or the people that cut soap. What the fuck is up with that? People get like, bath bombs and then cut them and then shave them. Oh my god, those people are fucking weird. But what, what do, you, do they do with it? It's like, like ASMR. Wait, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. wait. Yeah. What? Yes. Well, that's art. It's it, they they take they get bath bombs right. Then they take a knife and they like slowly cut and shave off the bath bomb. Why? It's a why? very ASMR thing. Why? ASMR. Are you familiar with ASMR? My yes. hands are doing yes. gestures that have no. Con- I have. I'm juggling. I'm juggling. I'm juggling things. Uh, yeah, There's a whole know. shit ton of stingers so far. Just FYI. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know why, but it's a pleasing thing to ASMR people. All right. Well, let's put this card back on the road here. So uh, Brian and I are planning to see Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Uh, Where's the blah? It just it just is, man. Just let it happen, man. Just go with no, it, dude. No, I don't want to let it happen. Blah. You do weird blah. shit. Blah. Stop. Right. I'm a boat that won't start, man. Blah. 